I guess either the owner of the, of the establishment or the manager or someone that worked there came over there multiple times and told them that this was not that type of spot. And we, you know, we, I don't want y'all doing that in here. Right. And I guess they just kept were they going. Sta- were they standing up on things? They, like, yes, they were standing up on like the booth. Like the okay, the, all right, so all right, yeah, this, this you know, get just, all the information. Yeah, yeah, they were standing up that, on them. That is a factor. That takes stand, place. Standing yeah. up on the furniture, throwing around cheese. Right, right, now, these right. Exist. Right. So now, 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 the God in me honors the God in each and every one of you. Thank you for joining. Thank you, Kiana, as well. Was I? Another we good day it. in the neighborhood. Another good day for any of these last words to get off. A thousand percent. Um, but um, you know, it's it's oh, it's cold as hell today. Um, <laughs> I, it's not that. It's not that. What, what are you guys? Oh, what are you on. working with in Maryland? It hold ain't on. that bad. It's about forty degrees, ten to twenty mile per hour winds and it's not good for outdoor activities um i tried Fe- my feels like okay okay it's 46 here feels like 39 with the wind chill yeah. feels like 30 that, that, nigga, fe- feels like it feels like it's all that matters by the way <laughs> pretty much because i mean that's seven degrees away from from uh from damn what is the word i'm looking for oh my Freezing? god yes freezing because <laughs> freezing freezing is like 32 degrees right yeah and, it, yeah and it's also and it's also seven degrees away from what the actual <laughs> what the actual what fahrenheit the actual, is yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just wild you yeah, know what it feels like is what is what matters that wind chill is crazy how's the how's the air uh quality index up there oh i don't fucking know <laughs> oh, i'm sure it's fine I'm sure it's okay, fine. Okay, you hope so. Yeah, I don't. I don't live in the middle of Midtown Manhattan, uh, where a bunch of you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> bunch well, of shout, well, shout out and to shit. the people. Shout out to the people out of Manhattan, just drinking in bus exhaust. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <laughs> no. But it's interesting if you go to the if you type if you go to the little weather app. And then you click on that the little weather icon down at the bottom left hand side of the screen, and you go to the air quality to show you. Uh, once you get once you scroll down to air quality, and it tells you if it's good or bad, or you know what I mean, hazardous, whatever the fuck. Then it'll tell you exactly what the fuck is going on. It's like right now, see, we got some we got some nitrogen oxide, uh, nitrogen. I'm sorry, nitrogen dioxide in in the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Good old carbon what, um, dioxide. What, what weather app do you use? It, this is weather.com. This is the weather channel. That's like oh, the okay. app. And then well, if you click on the icon, it'll take you there and you can see all the shit that's in all the additional pollutants that are in the air. Well, I use so I use the weather channel app and there's some stuff on there that they don't allow you to see to see that they want you to pay twenty nine ninety nine a year for. Um, Hold away to say Yes, yes. There is See, a, there's a premium weather channel app. It's $29.99 a year. <laughs> that's not cool. <laughs> like that, I feel like that should be a, a public service. Like I feel like that's something that we should... Uh, not if you want to know which direction the wind is blowing. 
Uh, <laughs> well, so, no, okay, hold on. Let me clarify that. They'll tell you, oh, the wind's blowing 10 to 20 miles per hour northwest. But if you pay that $29.99 a year, you can actually look at a map that shows, like, the wind actually blowing in certain directions in certain places and oh, things right, like that. Right, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it, gets, it does get a little more in-depth. But um, I I don't care to pay that because all uh, I, I yeah. just I just want to know if it's hot or if it's cold. <laughs> no, nah, there have been a couple times when I've looked at the weather app just to see if it was hot or cold, and then there was a notification that popped up right above it stating air quality is shitty <laughs> for people that have. I mean, for certain people, it could be dangerous for you, right? And I'm assuming that just be people with just trash cardiovascular systems. Yeah. Well, and, and that's something that's something to pay attention to. The nitrogen dioxide, ozone, sulfur dioxide, all the PM 2.5, which is particular matter, less nigga, than 2.5 microns. This nigga trying to get into the stratosphere. Bro, this shit is crazy <laughs> out here. You, all, you don't realize all the stuff that you're just breathing in. It's really like you just learn when you're in school. You just learn about photosynthesis, photosynthesis. So you just assume that you're breathing out carbon dioxide. They take it in. The, you know the plants, and then they make oxygen for it's not it's not that simple. Not that simple. Uh, no, which is why there's such thing as oxygen bars. I'd love to go to an oxygen bar. What is that exactly? Uh, I, I believe it's just you know you just go to like a little place. It's okay here. I got it right here. It's um an establishment uh, or part of one that sells oxygen for recreational use. Individual scents may be added to enhance the experience. The flavors in an oxygen bar come from bubbling oxygen through bottles containing aromatic solutions before it reaches the nostrils. Wow. Most bar use food grade particles to produce a scent, but some bars use aroma oils. Yeah, it's um yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty wild. Because wow. the body is oxygen, I mean, so it has been claimed by alternative medicine that the human body is oxygen deprived. You know, and that oxygen and that oxygen will remove toxins and even cure cancer. That, whoa, that's pretty. Wow. Whoa, hold on. Wow. <laughs> All right, now hold on a some second. Some of that, some of that pure oxygen. <laughs> yeah, think of it, we're never, we're never drinking that in. We're never truly breathing, breathing in pure oxygen. You know I can what that reminds imagine, me of? Huh. Um, in Inception, when those niggas were like going to that place, going down to the into the little basement, getting hooked up to dreams and shit. Yeah, into those little <laughs> like dream speakeasies. Yeah, yeah, basically, it was like a dream bar. Yeah, <laughs> a, a getaway from this life bar. <laughs> a dream bar. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's a, that. That by the way, that is the way. If I haven't said it before, the way that I look at virtual reality. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like, what's, okay. what's the, di- what, no, what's the I difference? Could, I could understand that. I can understand that. And I talked to you about the, yeah. the, the thing. I think Jacory plays it, or maybe he doesn't, the uh, Minecraft. Yes, you know Minecraft. Game? Yes, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you've ever seen anyone build well, those yeah, little worlds, and you, people, you put virtual reality and Minecraft together, uh-huh. and then you just make it better, PS5 level, PS6 level, just wait till... 10, 15 years down the road, and we just make these games better and better, and virtual reality gets better and better. You're just going to lose yourself. We talked about an instance where a lady could use virtual reality to see her oh, departed yeah. her departed daughter. Oh, my gosh. That's and so what we sick. thought the psychological effects of that might be yeah. for someone. So you, you we don't know where this shit is going. That is so sick. I'm surprised The Sims isn't on VR yet. Oh, yeah. Right. But The Sims... 
but you are the sim. Like yes, you don't even you, are you don't sim. even see it. Yeah, exactly. From like a second point of view. Yeah, it's you, like you, all first person. Yeah, like you're walking around, you getting the job. That's so wild that you would just want to just just go live another life. <laughs> There's a movie, just, isn't there a movie like that with uh, I think it's Bruce Willis, um, where he it's called Surrogate. Yeah, it's called Surrogate. Oh, Surrogate. Yeah, yeah with Bruce that. Willis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like that's exactly how it would be. Hmm. <laughs> I remember. I remember. At the, more... I remember I remember at the end, I think, like, somebody, they, like, hacked the system and shut all the surrogates down, and then everybody just started walking out of their houses. They ain't been out of their houses in, like, years and shit. Oh, yeah, so they just, like, Looking wow. up at the sun, like, oh, God, what is that? Oh. <laughs> what, is this air? Am I breathing actual the, air? The outdoors. Oh, my God, <laughs> other people. Which is so funny, because that does have something to do with something I kind of want to talk about today. But let me read a little bit more about this, because now I'm actually fucking intrigued. Proponents <laughs> claim... This practice is not only safe, but enhances health and well-being, including strengthening the immune system, enhancing concentration, reducing stress, increasing energy and alertness, lessening the effects of hangovers, headaches, and sinus problems, and generally relaxing the body. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> this shit is just, so turn you that, into a superhuman is what I just heard. That shit is one step away from the fountain of youth. Yeah, for sure. This, <laughs> yeah, this shit is a step away from that limitless pill. Nope. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it has also been alleged to help with altitude sickness. Yeah, this yeah, this is wild. Furthermore, the human body is adapted to 21% oxygen, and the blood exiting the lungs already has about 97% of the oxygen that it could carry bound to hemoglobin. I wonder how expensive something like that is. What just going just going in there and getting a little getting a little bump? Yeah, just getting a little bump, little a little a little breath, a little breath. Mmm, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Are there is there is there one near us? <laughs> <laughs> going in there, listen to what you just said. Just going in there and getting a little breath. <laughs> like how much? Yeah, for sure. I would I would love to know. Hold on a second. <laughs> we gotta know. We gotta know these prices. Uh, oh shit! First of all, they got home oxygen concentrators hmm. that that you can get. But um, oxygen bars charge between a dollar and two dollars per minute. Uh okay. I mean, that's that ain't bad. I can I can do yeah, that. Yeah. For for uh, something that I've never done before, that yeah. opponents claim to have all these you know health benefits, I can definitely give it a try. I trust me. We've spent money on dumber shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we can we can definitely go sit down for twenty minutes and see what yeah, happens. And, was, then, yeah. and then if it's if it's good, then we continue to sit down. I was gonna say like at least thirty minutes. I mean, I'll give him thirty bucks for thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, I yeah, can do yeah. that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's yeah. tight. We gotta yeah. look into that and then maybe come back and give give these niggas uh, some uh, some context on what happened there. Yeah, oh man, oh that would be super dope. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely I'm definitely with that. <laughs> also, thing about these, yeah, these fucking oxygen concentrators. I mean, is it is it simply you know what I'm saying you know how like you know maybe maybe like older folks or people that have been smoking cigarettes for their entire life they just get like an oxygen tank. I mean, is it is it that or is that something different? Uh, I I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's just pure oxygen. So if that's yeah. what the, if that's what the people are, you know you you ever had a bump of an old person's oxygen tank before? No, no, I <laughs> they they need that more than me. I'm not, not going to take that away from them. <laughs> all, right, all right, let's get let's let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, go, let's just go to something else. Earl, are you familiar with diplomatic immunity? Um, I, I, I believe 
Yeah, I mean, that's sort of just like um, okay, having, immunity, I'm, having immunity <laughs> away from... Well, go ahead. Um, So, let me... Okay. So, I'm going to give you a little insight on it. All right, it really it. depends on your rank as a diplomatic officer, but diplomatic officers have full immunity, as do their deputies and their families. This means that these people can commit just about any crime from jaywalking to murder and still be immune from prosecution. What do okay. you think about that? Um, First and foremost... <laughs> because when I think about it, I just think about the fact that, okay, you got this job, you're an important person, you right. can go anywhere you want now yeah. and not get in trouble. Now, don't get, you know, don't get it twisted. I, they obviously have a job to do in these places that they are. Um, but if they happen to commit a crime, they can go back to the U.S. and be like, oh, fuck that shit. I'm, you know, I'm back home now. It's like it's like uh, reaching base when you're playing tag with your friends. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. It's like reaching base when you uh, when you're playing tag. Um, base, you can't tag me. <laughs> so like, yeah, but you yeah, but you murdered you murdered my family member though. Yeah, but yeah. base, base it's, it's home rules. E- exactly. How how's uh, rules? So wow. lower ranking officials have a weaker type of protection called functional immunity. These officials are covered for crimes committed within the scope of their regular work responsibilities. So here's an example. Okay. Um, let's say an official gets into a fist fight during a meeting with another U.S. official. Okay. He would be protected from prosecution, he or she. If the fight occurred at a bar over the weekend, they would not be protected. So they don't have full immunity. Oh, so, so they're pretty much saying they're getting punched in your fucking face while they're trying to, you know, like deliberate over what the fuck is to happen in this world. Uh-huh. That is an occupational hazard. Yeah. That is just something that that kind of could come with the job. So therefore, they, they need to be pardoned for it. Yeah. If, it, ha- if it indeed happens. OK, it, that's it, that's really it sounds like to me if it happens on the clock or if it has right. something to do with your job or another individual individual that also works there. Uh, nobody's going to face those charges. I I mean, one, this stuff doesn't necessarily surprise me particularly mm-hmm. so much only because one motherfucker's just been getting away with shit since the dawn of time. Two, because I used to know this chick that showed me a card. I forget what it's called. People probably know it, but it was a card she showed me because she was a family member to a police officer. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a essentially a get out of jail free card, mm. which you would show a police officer if you got, you know, pulled over or something like that. And they're like, oh, OK, all right, you, all right. Interesting. Like, you like like you bills, you bills niece. Like, go <laughs> ahead, get on, like, get on, get on. All right. Don't let me kiss you here again. We'll go ahead and get on out of here. And I, I saw the car like I saw it. And I was like, oh, OK, that's really nice. Like, wow. That's really cool. Um, so because I because I, I had to go to court and take a class, <laughs> it would have been really really nice to just continue on my way home that day. Yeah, these people don't have to run the race. Um, mm. but um, so hold on, let me give you a little more a little more context here. Um, so service staff for an embassy or a consulate, people that work in the kitchen, people that work valet at these embassies, they have no immunity whatsoever. Which, you know, I'm not surprised. 
because <laughs> you know <laughs> people like that they're, they're they're peons so uh you know you know whatever whatever for them right right like they're, they're replaceable we can get somebody else to, to valet this car is what you mean and so here's another funny little tidbit um any diplomat can be issued a traffic citation they just can't be forced to pay it so it's like what's the point what's the point of giving it to them <laughs> like what is you know what I'm saying cuz you already know what's up I'm sure as a, a as an as an officer of the law if someone right. shows you that they are diplomatic you know they're diplomatic uh they have diplomatic immunity like what's the point of even giving them the ticket ticket cuz you know they're just going to be hey nigga they may as well crumble that shit up and throw it in your face they're not going to get in trouble what's the, you I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's a that's that's they a can, wild that's a wild image though. Yeah, it is <laughs> crumpling up a ticket and throwing it in the police officer's face and just yeah. walking and be like, "Nigga, I'm a diplomat and walking away." That's super Pretty much. Wild. I mean, so I mean, yeah, I understand what the, what the point of that is. Like, even being able to give that to him, like, are they, are they supposed to be like, you know what? Wrong is wrong, and I abide by the law, so I'm gonna go pay the ticket. Like, is it like is that what you're expecting <laughs> to happen? Like, or is I don't it, know. I guess they're expecting some people to, you know, just and, I don't know, have and, better and, morals. And that doesn't seem like that's not. Is it because it can be written off because it maybe has something to do with their job? Like, I'm I'm headed to work, or I'm I'm doing this or that, or the third, and that that that's kind of on the clock scenario. Ah, uh, that's, that's just weird. I well, I guess it depends on their level because, like, like you said, for the ones that are on the, I mean, like I said, for the ones that are on the lower levels, you know, I think it opens it up a little bit more, uh, a little bit more for them. They can get in trouble yeah. for a lot more stuff than uh, the people with full immunity. Um, and I'm about to tell you a story here in a second. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, let's see. So it started with the uh the Vienna Convention. Um, for diplomatic uh, relations. Um, these agreements are vital to international relations. So it's almost like, you know, it's thrown out there. It's, it's, a, it's almost a thing so that, you know, different countries can kind of just stay good with other different countries. And I'm just like, well, that's not possible. Like without allowing people to get away with murder, like niggas can't stay cool without allowing <sighs> you know, people to just get away with murder and shit? Like, that's not possible? Uh, all right, hold on a second. So so it's in place so that war is not broken out between different places? Mm, essentially, uh, yeah, you know, essentially. <laughs> because if you were to do something outlandish and that wasn't in place, then anything can happen. But because everyone's allowed to sort of do whatever it is they need to do at the top, in any given place, then it's like, ah, oh, he just got to, you know, we got to chalk that one up to the game. He got away with that. Basically. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, I here's the thing. We are just low level people. <laughs> we don't know what it really takes to change, to get things changed. When it, when it really gets to high level stakes, we mm. don't know what's really going on up there and what the things that need to happen. Now, that might sound crazy to say because then it sounds like I'm endorsing killing people <laughs> in order to get certain things done. But I, I don't know how they play up there. I, I don't know the rules to the game up there and how right. they get things done and what they have to turn a blind eye to in order to facilitate these sorts of changes. 
I, I just I don't I will have no fucking idea. Right. I just we just <laughs> learned about we just learned about an oxygen bar. So <laughs> so so I damn sure don't know about, you know, international affairs. That's for sure. So I'm going to I'm going to drop a quick story on you real quick. Um, So Harry Dunn, it's a story from last year. Um, 20 in 2019. And I can't I'm going to fuck this name up. And Sakulas okay. and Sakulas, whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you definitely fucked that up. Yeah, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. Um. So Harry Dunn was riding his, uh, it said motorbike. I'm going to go ahead and say moped or, Mm -hmm. you know, of some sort. Uh Um, And she hit him with her car because she was driving on the wrong side of the road. She's an American citizen. uh, So maybe she just didn't know what the fuck she was doing out there. I don't know. But she killed this kid. She killed this kid. Um, And she fled back to the U.S. And so kind of the way it works is. The U.S. can send her ass back to whatever country that was <laughs> if they'd like to and allow her to face charges. Okay. Or they can, you know, they can use her diplomatic immunity and pretty much write it off and put it behind us and not give a shit. Ooh, we okay. And that is exactly what happened. She is not facing any charges. Um, you know, Harry Dunn's family went to court and everything, trying to, you know, put it out there like she needs to face charges. She needs to come back here and, you know, pretty much own up to what she did. Right. Um, but the U.S. of A., the good old U.S. of A., uh, up to this point has decided not to, you know, take her diplomatic immunity away. And she's not even she's not even like an ambassador. She is the wife. Of an ambassador, I mean, not an ambassador, um, but she's a wife of someone who has full diplomatic immunity. So that means that um, she has full diplomatic immunity. Yep. Yeah, they take care of their own. Uh-huh. They take care of their own. Oh, man. That it's is really crazy wild. to me because it's like these people are just up, they're above the law. Yes, that, that's exactly what that is. Yes. They are above the law. Now, I, I, I suppose had this happened in the US. Uh, it would have been a different situation. But yeah. since she was overseas and she has diplomatic immunity, it's it's different. They are above the law in other company or uh, other countries, I guess where uh I want to say at least the countries where the US has good, you know, good relations with in, in those countries. Uh, but there's but there's gotta be some sort of making it right. Something something has to happen. And and I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, there's no way to make it right aside from her having to have a punishment, right. a severe punishment because she killed someone. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what it would be, but I would love to be in the room when these diplomats do get together to try to figure out what has to happen, because it can't just be like, OK, I, like I alluded to before base, you can't tag me. It can't just be that. And then it's just like, oh, shit, she got back there. We should have called her in time. I guess I guess that's it. And then they go back to the family and be like, ah, she got away. Sorry, guys. Like, we know exactly where she's at right now, but we can't do anything about it. She's got diplomatic immunity. Mm-hmm. There, ha- there something something has there has to be some sort of trade. There has to be some sort of compensation. Something has to happen. Um, like, so- that, like that's that's wild to me. Somebody can just run my kid over and it's like, ah, sorry, it's just. It was, yeah, wrong, it, was, I know. it was the wrong person that ran your kid over. We can't, do, we can't and, touch him. And that's why I brought this up, because I knew that you would think this shit was wild. Like, this is off the chain. Yeah, that's, yeah, no, that, that, no that's, that's, that's absolutely insane. 
Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't even know what to do with that information. <laughs> so basically, she was charged. She was actually charged uh with causing death by dangerous driving um after this crash in August of 2019. Um but she claimed diplomatic immunity. Like she went into the police station and was like, "Nope. Diplomatic immunity." Damn, she it's legitimately a get out of jail free card. It, it like literally just, is. She threw that she, down and was like, nah, was, you don't know who I am. Yeah. She was able to return home, you know, to her country. Obviously, there was a lot of a lot of controversy. Um Yeah, it was it's it's crazy, man. It's crazy. <laughs> hmm. Damn. So the I I wonder what uh, what somebody has to do that has diplomatic immunity. I wonder what they would have to do in order for America to be like Uncle Sam, be like, no, nope, so you got to go back. Mm-hmm. I did. I read a little bit about that. Um, so there's 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 a couple of things. Um, one of the main being this person cannot go on a mass shooting spree. That yeah, like it, it can't be okay. <laughs> yes. So the, the right. way the way I take it is it can't be anything premeditated. Okay. That, that 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 can be proven to be premeditated, or or probably you just the way that they're looking at it is, oh, you just killed you killed a pawn on a chess set, so it don't really matter. Yeah, like had <laughs> you had you killed a more important piece over there, we kind of got to give you up because that's somebody just as important as you, right? Because that's the way it is. We're valuing we're valuing lives differently at this point. Mm-hmm. You're saying that this person that has diplomatic immunity is is a higher value piece. Right. And that this person that you happen to kill is a lower value piece. So therefore, this this higher value piece is going to continue on, you know, the lower value piece and pieces that care about that piece that got killed. They just going to have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm certain if this, she had ran over the son of a diplomat, something yeah. would have it would have been a little yeah, different. Yeah. You know, had she had she, you know, because this was in uh, this was in uh, like um, this was in England. So, you know, had it been, you know, fucking Prince Harry that she got in a car accident with. It would have been some other shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. But um, so you know, they sent an extradition uh request to the US to right. like 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 you know, bring yeah, her bring, ass yeah, back. To bring here. her ass back, yes. Bring her ass back here and let her face these charges. Right. They, they sent an extradition request. It was denied, and the US <sighs> State Department has since said that the decision to reject the request is Final. Oh. Sound like a big ass fuck you to me. Uh, <laughs> that see, uh, see the thing. I, I can only imagine. I don't. Uh, I don't know like, the slight, like just, the slight, the slight strain that that takes because, the, because the UK now they have to deal with the people uprising to some degree and being like, "Yo, are you are y'all protecting us or what?" I know again it wasn't a mass shooting, but you just telling me anybody, just any old body over there, wife, son, brother, anybody that has diplomatic immunity simply because they are in cahoots or have some sort of close, you know, relationship with a diplomat. You're telling me they can just come over here and do whatever and we just have to deal with it. Like, no, like can y'all get out there and do something? Y'all are supposed to be protecting us, y'all are supposed to be our leader, blah, blah, blah. And then that is going to cause a strain between countries like it would only it would only make sense that that would put a strain between the u.s and uk so to some degree yeah yeah, yeah. not not enough i'm not saying that they about to just start sending bombs or like that's like that's not gonna happen 
But what I'm saying is just a strain. It's kind of like, all right, man. Like, I understand diplomatic immunity, but like, y'all, tell them to chill. Like, yeah. you tell them to come over here and <clears throat> they're going to drive on the roads to, to, to know what side of the road to drive on. Like, come on, like, y'all can't come over and do it. Now I got to go deal with this. Yeah. That's, um, that's what I'm saying. So, so let me tell you about this one. This one I think is even funnier. This is in 2010. Uh, a Qatari diplomat who caused a midair security scare won't face charges after claiming that he was trying to light his shoes on fire when it appears he was simply smoking in the bathroom, which I don't know if you know, but is against federal law. You are not allowed to light a cigarette on an airplane. Yes. Um, federal officials said Mohammed Al-Modadi was, an, was on official business when he boarded United Airlines Flight 663 from Washington to Denver, giving him diplomatic immunity. A law firm spokesman told the Associated Press that Al-Modadi has been released and, well, obviously this is old, but at this point had been released and was headed back to Washington. More than 160 passengers and crew were on board when flight attendants noticed some smoke coming from the bathroom and they notified federal air marshals on the plane. <laughs> when the marshals demanded to know what he was doing, the man identified himself as a diplomat from Qatar. Damn, that's so crazy. <laughs> and responded, perhaps sarcastically, I'm trying to light my shoes on fire. This, Those words came out of this man's mouth wow. on an airplane. On an airplane. I'm trying to light my shoes on fire. Oh, and, yeah, that's definitely sarcastic. He's just like, what you think? Pretty much what he said, he looked at him and was like, what the fuck you think I'm doing? But I'm trying, to, I'm trying to light up a cigarette. That's why I'm smoking. Here's here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. It was a comment reminiscent of a shoe bomber. <sighs> so I mean, you know, I I'm not trying, to, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to take it there. But we all know how America feels about the Middle East. You get a guy from the Middle East on a plane. Lighting a cigarette, talking about he trying to light his shoes on fire. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, you you know where this is going. <laughs> he's taking, yeah, he's taking. You see, he's taking the taking advantage of diplomatic immunity to another to another degree. And, and that's what that's the whole point where I was trying to kind of trying to get with this whole diplomatic immunity thing. I mean, people are going to take advantage of this, like. Come on, bro. Like, I'm not going to go into detail about any other stories here, but right. there's been other stories where, you know, the accusations were rape. Right. Uh, you know, we talking about, sh uh, you know, shoe bombs, smoking on airplanes, uh, killing people because you drunk driving. And these people are just getting away with this stuff because yeah. they're just so high up in the American hierarchy that they're just they're. Like, this shit is cool. It's whatever to them. Like, uh, at what point does someone, you know what I'm saying? People are going to take advantage of this, yo. Well, no, that's, a, that's a, of course, that's a thousand percent going to happen. But anytime anybody's in a position of power, you have to assume that there's going to be a subset of them. Because I, what I will not do, and I think we should be careful of this, is just say that all these motherfuckers just run around committing crimes. Nah, yeah, and, I'm not at saying night, that. And then just running home being like, hey, listen, what you want from me? Like, you know who I am? Yeah, I'm no, not. I'm not Google saying that. Me. But because yeah, that's but 
But they're always going to be a subset of people that want to take advantage of whatever power has been bestowed upon them through whatever status they've been able to acquire for whatever fucking reason. Right. That's all that's always going to happen. Right. Well, that's why I was saying earlier, like they can't really get in trouble um, unless it can be proven that it was premeditated. You know, it seems like a lot of the stuff that I've been reading about has, yes, been an accident, Mm -hmm. but. You know, if it happens in the U.S. and it's by an American citizen, that accident is going to be considered manslaughter or something at the least. Mm. But not if you do it overseas. Not if you got that diplomatic immunity card. Uh, well, not geez. if America doesn't want to send your ass back to face the charges. <laughs> oh, there's always there's always loopholes, man. Yeah. We've been we've been we've been watching them. Just happened in America. People, you know, running around shooting people, not getting tried in court, or you know, getting tried in court but not getting charged. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like it's just we we we've seen it happen. So, like I said, this sort of stuff is is super. It's still wild. Let's, yeah. let's I don't want us to get callous to it and be like, oh, well, that's just kind of the way the game is played. People can right. do whatever they want to do, and if they got that badge, they can do. You know, they can just scot free. Right. But it. But it is. Um, it's it's sort of expected. It's sort of expected. It makes me think of this fucking uh, Boy Scouts shit that's going on right now. Like, all these Boy Scouts are coming out. They're saying it's like thousands upon thousands yeah, of them. Yeah, I heard about that. You know what I mean? And and when I was told that there are all these Boy Scouts coming out saying that they've been, you know, fondled, molested, whatever, the case, raped, I, I think about the word predator. And I think about what... a People always want to just try to make the distinction between or or they want to try to distinguish human beings from the rest of the animals out there in the wilderness. Right. But th- that's why I like to look at the similarities, because you, you just see a, you see a lot because we are animals at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. We, we just have we, opposable we maybe thumbs. a bit more sophisticated. Right. And, and, and we have some opposable ways. thumbs. Right. But but when it comes to a lot of instincts, it's it's, it's like very eerily similar. So when I think of predators in the in the wild, I think of like the, the snow lion that blends in to its its environment. I'm sorry, hold on. Leopard or lion? OK, let's go with the leopard. Yeah, snow leopard. That sounds okay. a lot better. Yeah, because a lion, that's not what that is. So a snow <laughs> so, Holy shit, snow lions. So anyway, so so the snow leopard blends in. I don't know if you, you've seen them, correct? I've seen, I watch a lot of National Geographic. Yes, I don't even know why I asked you that. You're the guy. So snow leopards, they blend in to their environment, and that's how they get in. So I it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that the predators that are humans try to blend in to their surroundings in order to catch their prey. Yeah. 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 So I always, I always think about that. So when I hear these nasty little stories, I'm like, well, yeah, th- like that's a place where they would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, would, any, they anywhere, would be. Go ahead. Anywhere where they have access to easy access to their prey, they're gonna and, be. And they're and they're supposed to be trusted. Yes. 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 That you know what I mean. They have the power. That and on top of that, it's it's so covert because. We're talking about institutions where people are ostensibly doing great things, whether you're talking about the diplomats or you're talking about the scout leaders. These people are they're raising men. Yeah. You, you know, with great qualities and characteristics. They're out there getting they're 
the good heart badge and shit like that. Like they're trying to, they're trying to raise. The, <laughs> the, you light, you lit a fire badge. Yeah, the, the you lit a fire badge. The you shot an arrow badge. The whatever the fuck else is out there badge. You know what I mean? Like you, right. you pitched the tent badge. Right. So you would have to assume that these people are being looked up to and they're being glorified. And it's like, it's sort of like coaches. When you, you've, if you played sports growing up, you know what a coach can mean right. to a child. Right, right. Like a, a mom and a dad is one thing, but a coach is a completely, is a completely different relationship that you have. And, uh, imagine and that a scout master or a leader would be the same thing. And keep in mind, uh, you know, a lot of times some of these kids come from broken households. They don't have fathers right. in their lives. Right. Um, so, you know, when you get in contact with these scout masters or these coaches or these mentors, um, you come across the wrong one and it can it can be doom and gloom for these kids. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty nasty, but. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't necessarily want to get into it, or we don't have to get into it too much. But it, that's just what, what I what I what I think about is, yeah. Anytime you ever get a group of people that have given you know some sort of power, and and trust, they're just all they're still human beings, is what I'm getting at. And there's gonna be some that are just, you know, gluttonous for power. And they're just gonna. That's wild. Just lighting up a cigarette. Like that's you just lighting up a cigarette and then saying shit like I'm trying to light my shoe on fire. Because it's because it's it's not like he didn't know he couldn't do that. Because every right, time exactly. you board a plane, they the flight attendants let you know every single time you board a plane that smoking on the airplane is against the law. He mm-hmm. just didn't give a shit because he knew that he had diplomatic immunity. Yeah. And it's and it's as and it's as if when he responded with that smart ass remark, right? It, it's as if he felt attacked that they were questioning what he was doing. Like, what the fuck you think I'm doing? I'm I'm, I'm in here lighting my fucking shoes on fire. Like, yeah, like don't like don't be upset with idiot. me because because you got caught doing the wrong thing. Like, that's what it sounds like. Don't don't yeah. get smart with me. Because you got caught trying to smoke a cigarette in an airplane, we don't we don't do that anymore. It's not it's it's not you can't do that. Right. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that, head ass nigga. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, so on to my next topic, real quick here. Indeed. Um, so diplomatic immunity, it's it's a privilege, right? You would you would call it a privilege. You, you know what I'm saying? Fucking right. <laughs> and I think we always talk about privilege, but not always. I'm sorry. We 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 kind of get into conversations on here about privilege, uh, whether it be uh, you know you're a higher up in this world, so you have privileges that other people don't, or simply maybe you're. You, we talk about white privilege. You know, we talk about different types of privileges on here. Okay. But we rarely talk about the privileges that we actually have um, simply compared to others or people in other countries or things like that. Okay. And one of my favorite things to talk about is first world problems. (laughs) First world problems are such a funny thing to me. Um, Okay. 
So yeah, like I, <laughs> I already see where this is going. Like they're 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 funny to you because of the irony in the fact that the problems in themselves are actually privileges. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a it's a privilege to have the problem. Basically, um, yes. So we got a new refrigerator here a couple of months ago. Oh, this is going to be fucking awesome. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. We got a new refrigerator here a couple of months ago. And, you know, everything was working just fine. You know, everybody's happy. It's one of them, you know, one of those fridges that, you know, dispense water and dispense ice. But every once in a while, it just stops giving us ice. Right. And it'll go, it'll be that way for shit, three, four days. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And, you know, I I can imagine maybe the the, the fridge has to, you know, reload or refresh or, you know, something of that sort. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, that should only be shit, 24 hours max. All right. First, first and foremost, as people that, as lay people that just use items, like non-engineers that just use items and have no idea how they actually mechanically operate, it's so funny that we just put expectations on them. Like right now, you're but saying Earl, that should take 24 hours. Like Earl. on what basis? Like, for, like how do you know okay, 24 okay. hours is the right amount of time? Okay, on this basis, we've had multiple people come look at this fridge and yes. tell us that it's not supposed to do that. And they say it should be 24 hours. Well, no, I, that was just coming from me. That was just right. I, that's what I'm saying. Like on what basis? Well, okay. But like, where is this, where is this expectation coming from? Where's this analysis well, I coming guess from? When the people that come and fix the fridge and, you know, and try to come fix the fridge, when they tell me that it shouldn't be doing this, that it should be dispensing ice for me. Um, all the time. All the time, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So basically what they were saying is that it should dispense ice. It might take a couple hours to kind of refresh or whatever. That's right. what it's supposed to. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. But even when I'm thinking outside of the box, I'm just like, okay, whatever. It takes a day off. A nice 24 hours to recoup. That's okay. what that's what I'm thinking. Like So you that's feel the like most. you're being generous, really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I am being generous. Okay. Continue. Um but this joint be taking up like three, four, five days off, not giving us any ice. It'd be taking five days off. Yeah. And like we've had multiple people come and like, you know, replace the filters and do this and do that. And they tell us it's going to it's going to. Oh, yeah, it's good now. It's, you know, it's good. Yeah. But it keeps happening. I feel like eventually we're just gonna, like there's a we, there's definitely a warranty on the fridge. Thank God for warranties. Right. But um, I think eventually we're just going to have to replace the fridge because it's some old. Bullshit. But, <laughs> but, but. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When I think about that, I'm just like, yo, these are really first world problems. I'm over here complaining about not having no fresh ice when the fuck I want it. You know what I'm saying? For sure. One thousand percent. You just told me, but then again, hold on a second, because I'm also a minimalist by nature, so I'm all I'm all the way on the other side of the spectrum, and I'll just be like, hey, fuck it, like, I was, again, I was the type of person that had those those purple fans years ago, and I just wrapped them up with duct tape when my when my feet started to touch Earl, the pavement when Earl, I was walking. I don't, I don't care how minimalist you are, you have first world problems, like the rest of us. No, 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 no. Okay, I, I, but, I, but I promise you this. 
I recognize them and I fucking relax. Well, <laughs> because, yeah, of uh, course. Because I'm not. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're talking about replacing the refrigerator. This is what I'll tell you. F- no fucking way would I think about replacing a refrigerator because the ice stopped working. Not I'm even if it's go. I'm going to go back to my roots. I'm going to get them little fucking ice trays. I'm going to fill them up with water. I'm going to put them in the freezer and I'm going to wait for them to freeze. And I'm going to continue to do that every time I want ice. Okay. Now, okay. Now we're talking about something else because it, no, 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 no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. When you buy, when you purchase a product. Okay. And that product tells you that it's going to keep your items cold yes. and in the freezer, it's going to keep your items frozen. Yes. And it's also going to dispense water and it's going to dispense ice. Yes. And if it doesn't do that, we (laughs) will come out and we will take a look at it and we will fix it for free. Yes. And if we need to replace the refrigerator, we will because that's covered under your warranty. Are you oh, telling me? Oh, we didn't, oh are, get the oh get the first then. Yeah, hold up. Well, okay, that's what that's what I'm confused. Well, not, oh, I didn't hear about the warranty. Well, I yeah, no, you. I definitely you, mentioned that there was a warranty on it. What is that? What does that other fridge go towards? Do they take it apart and sell it apart? What do they do? Oh, with I, that? Don't, just, I don't. I don't know. I don't make know. it make it work for a day and sell it to someone else. I, I have no idea. That's but definitely what. That's they do. why they I was confused because I'm like, nigga, if you have a warranty on this object, you telling me that you just gonna let it sit there and just do what the fuck it wants to do? No, because <laughs> you, you was about nigga. You, I was like, come on now. Yeah, no, I mean, and there, and to be honest with you, there's there's a chance that that might be the case, and that's not necessarily because I'm being high and mighty, but because on certain things, I, I'll just get lazy and I'll just deal with the bare minimum, like the fact that you know, Reginald broke the lock on my door. It's still broken. I didn't even get anybody to fix it yet. Like, okay, nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm coming over to fight y'all. <laughs> I'm coming to fight y'all now. <laughs> like this, there's just certain things. Yeah, I know. Like, mama, it, it's very interesting the things that I decide to put my mind towards. I'm going to, just, I'm going to come over there in the middle of the night and kill both of y'all simply because <laughs> that you haven't, because you haven't gotten to. the door. Yes, because you don't care. Clearly, well, you might. Well, you might want to think about that because you, sir, do not have diplomatic immunity. <laughs> 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 you might want to. I like, I like, I like yeah. how you brought that around. <laughs> No, nah, but I, I feel you. No, nah, uh, first world problems are, they are pretty funny. They always are privileges, you know, they and are. you're just looking at them like, because it, it's, <laughs> it's really funny because again, problems are problems. No matter where you are, like your problem, it doesn't become any less of a problem just because someone else has bigger problems necessarily next mm-hmm. door, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that it just becomes an issue when you allow it to consume you, whenever your first world problems start to consume you. Right. Right. That 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 gets that becomes an issue for me. Like say, say you you own a phone, which most of us do, and you're out somewhere, and your phone dies. Right now, whoever's listening to me, there's somebody out there sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody. They back and hands just started sweating. They started getting a little fidgety. They might even have checked their phone to see the battery power to see exactly where it was because they just got a little anxious. That that's a that's an issue for a lot of people. They would say that's not even a first word. They're like, no, that's a real problem. 
for for that thing to die is like a part of me dies. Sheesh. It's like an appendage being ripped off. Like, well, what well, what am I supposed to do now? Right. Like, I don't. Like, who am I without this without this piece of me? Right. I can't. I can't check. I can't connect with anyone. Like, I, there's nothing I can do without this phone. Like, who am I without this thing? And that's actually something that I've definitely wanted to talk about was because I'm reading this book right now called Reclaiming Conversation, The Power of Talk in a Digital Age by Sherry Turkle. And I wanted to talk to you about what kind of sounds like a first world problem. It's, it's about it's about, you know, the digital age technology, how we're becoming so immersed in it. Yeah. And how a lot of us are gaining an inability to really connect on a conversational level because of just a vast amount of things that that take us away from that due to the phones in our hands and all this sort of stuff. Right. So I guess the first thing I'd like to ask you about this privilege of technology of ours is. Do well. You know what we should do first is because people are gonna think that I'm an old dude just just shitting on people. Like let me let me let's talk about the beauties of technology first. Let's let's do that. Let's talk because this because this book does grant us that. It does grant us the beauties of technology and what it has been able to do for us and how it has been able to have us connect in a certain way. And that's what I really want to pinpoint because we needed to discern between the different types of connection, the different levels of connection. And that's why I think people get lost because if you were just born in an age where this has always been the thing, then you just assume that connecting is connecting, period. And if you're able to talk to someone, you're able to get a message across to someone through text or through the fucking PS5, through a video game or whatever it is that you're, however it is you're connecting, you just assume Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you assume that that is connection. So if you use the word connection, then, well, I'm connecting. Well, real right? quick, before, I know I say this all the time, but I, I'm going to say it again. It's, it. I think it's so cool that like our generation is one of the last generations <laughs> yes. to know what it was like before all this shit started popping off. Yes. I think that is so cool. Like and we, that, we and that, yeah, because that gives way to us even being able to have conversations like this and right. share anecdotes right. of what things were like before that. But at the same time, being close enough to this to where we can also we can talk about the transition, right? And how and how it did enhance things, right. as well as if you paid enough attention during the revolution, you've been able to see how it hindered things as well, mm-hmm. right? So, so again. W- Tell me what you love about the technology that you use. That's what that's what we should start with. Um, How it makes your life better and more efficient. Well, I think I think I think one of the number one things that technology the technology I use brings to me is probably convenience. Um, you know, I don't have to really seek the information. I don't have to make a journey of 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 figuring things out. All this all all there's so much knowledge at my hands right in my hands all i gotta do is google something and i can know whatever it is i want to know you know what i'm saying right instead Um, of instead of you know versus the age of 
like or you had to think about something and then you just had to think about it really hard. Or, or just or go into the fucking go to the, library. Go to the library and start yeah. checking out books and try to find information in one of these pages and one of these millions of books. Right. And be like, oh, I finally found it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, nobody, you know, nobody's, nobody's, uh, you know, sending a letter, you know, on fucking horseback across the country anymore. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just, I'm going to send a text to my my man's in California and he's going to get it in 5 seconds. That's awesome. <laughs> send, send a letter on horseback is wild. <laughs> I mean that's what they had to do. That's what they was doing back in the day. Oh my gosh, man, it's like by then like depending upon how how far the person is, oh my gosh, like bro, the person's already dead. Like whatever, Possibly. whatever the issue was, like that's a wrap now. Like there's nothing yeah. you can do about it. Oh my yeah. gosh, you know, sending stuff on yeah. horseback. Your mailman catch catch malaria on the way from Virginia to Kentucky. I mean, it's all over. <laughs> you know, your your mail didn't get delivered. Oh man, and then who's who's gonna save him? You know, yeah, this, yeah, that's very this true. Nigga, Somebody's. This nigga right, because he didn't have GPS. Like people don't necessarily know. Yeah, he, you know what I mean. Until he doesn't get there, and then somebody sends another mailman somewhere yeah. to report it he, to go he, and find this dude. He crossing the Appalachian Mountains, get eaten by a snow leopard, and then what? <laughs> your, your 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 mail didn't get there. Oh man, that's <laughs> rough. Uh, okay, more convenience. Yeah, uh, more convenience. Um. What else? What else? What else? Uh, more convenience. Uh, well, it's probably all wrapped in convenience because yeah. that's what technology is supposed to yeah, do. Yeah. So I guess we're more so just trying to figure out the different ways in which it makes your life more convenient. So you're talking okay. about sending text messages, sending emails. Yeah. Just the way that know, we just the way that we um purchasing things online, purchasing things, things online. Yeah, like you can, boy, man, you can. You can order groceries now and have them delivered. You know, yes, sir. like you can you can have your groceries delivered online now. You can you can hop on the PS4, four, four, <laughs> PS4. <laughs> you can hop on your PS4. You a just, dinosaur? I know, right? <laughs> PS4. Uh, I know. Brokey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it, that's how it goes these days. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um. But uh, yeah, you can you know you can play video games with people all over the country. Like you don't have to you don't have to sit in your room with somebody holding the other controller. You know you can play shit with everybody from everywhere. Like it's what's so it's, funny is in in a lot of these every way that we've talked about, and this is I guess this is this is just life. Every time you come up with a solution, there's a problem that comes along with it, so that has uh-huh. to be solved as well. So yeah. every time you've you stated any of these solutions, any of these efficiencies, I see, I see a deficiency in it. Okay. In, in some way, shape, or form, right? So again, I love to give praise to these things. Is it's made this podcast, you know, available for us. So you know yes. what I mean. So like it's like I'm by no means I don't want anyone to think that Earl's just like oh here goes Earl. He just wants everybody to meditate and have conversations and. And read books together <laughs> like it's not that's not that's not what I'm getting at. I'm just saying we need to be aware of the things that we're presenting to ourselves in the whole scope. Like just we need to look at every turn of it so that we can fully understand what it is we're doing 
before it gets to a point where things are out of control and we don't know how the fuck we got there. Uh Sort of like, you know, relationships where, you know, they'd be dating five, ten years down the road. Somebody would just blow up all of a sudden. You motherfucker. You know what? You never loved me. You never supported me. I have that one time that you cheated on me with this person. And that one time that you didn't open the door for me. It showed me that you never really cared. And you never. And you just, the person sitting there like, where did any of this? Like, how did we get to this spot? I did We you never addressed any of these things before. You always said everything was OK every time I asked you. But now, but now you're blowing up on me and now we're getting a divorce. How did we end up at this spot? Well, it's the same thing. I'm just trying to have these sorts of conversations so that people can see the entire scope of what it is we're doing, what it is we're building. So that later on, we're just like, oh, no, I I see why we're fucked right now. Yeah, this this makes this makes complete sense. Like Earl talked about this a few years ago, actually. So. When you talk about the we can get on the video games first, because this is something that, you know, a lot of people uh, can relate to playing video games online. I've I've realized that a lot of people make their friends that way. I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, like, oh, I got a friend over oh, in Missouri. Shit. Oh, I got, I got a friend over in Germany. Oh, I got a friend over here. And, like, these, this is the term that they're using. Like, I got a friend. And, you know, my friends in particular, my friends I grew up with, like, I can I can shake hands. I can see them any day of the week if I want to. Like, we, we can well, we that, talk about all different sorts to, of stuff. Is that to say that they don't have friends outside of the video game? Or are those just their video game friends? Well, sometimes they'll say like, "No, these are my these are my friends, my only friends." Yeah, like some they, like some in some cases, interesting. Like these are my only friends. Okay, okay. And they might even say that you know I spend more time with these people than I I do my family. Now we're playing video games and we're just mostly talking about what is taking place in the video game, but I spend more time laughing, and and well, I wouldn't say crying or any of that, but laughing, being angry talking to them again spending virtual time with them than i do spend face-to-face time with many people that you assume that i should be spending face-to-face time with right i.e the people in my house family friends whatever the case may be and so the conversation that i'm really trying to have is where are we doing ourselves a disservice in thinking that we're connecting on a deeper level simply because we're connecting at an efficient level, right? Well, so no, go ahead. not at all, not at all. Just because it's more efficient doesn't mean that it's deeper at all. Um, even the even face to face conversation can you know seem efficient in at certain in certain aspects. That doesn't mean that it's it's deep. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. some people just get their point across and just leave it at that. You know, there's there's nothing deep about it. Some well sometimes. Sometimes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, you again, you have to look at the the finer qualities of all these because the devil's in the details. Right. But there's there's been research done where if you're out with some friends and there are phones out on the table, that the people automatically feel less connected to one another, and that they're more likely to have more superficial conversations, simply on the basis of that phone's right there. And I know eight out of 10, nine times out of 10 with a lot of people, if it goes off, they're picking that up. If it's a phone call, if it's a text message, if they get a snap, Instagram story, like if if something pops up, if they start getting alerts, they're going to pick up their phone. They're going to start, they might start there, but then they're going to get in the rabbit hole and they're just going to start scrolling through certain stuff. And they're going to start having conversation with you while they're looking at their phone. 
So people don't want to give as much of themselves knowing that that's a that's a a, a huge possibility. Right. I don't I don't want to sit in front of. So, well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you this. OK, that's how I feel. OK. <laughs> and this isn't even on, you know, an unconscious level. Consciously, if I'm sitting across from someone and I'm having conversation because of what I put into conversation and who I am and the way I talk about stuff and as passionately as I do speak about things, because that's how passionately I feel about things. I don't I get ex- I put everything out there when I'm having conversation. I put all of my attention into the conversation. I'm here with you right now. I'm having a conversation with you. That's where my attention should lie. Right. Because as another human being, you need to know that I'm giving you, you need to know that who you are, what you're saying, and what your relationship to me matters enough for me to be able to give you that attention. And that if I don't start doing that, that is that is implicitly stating I don't give a shit enough about what it is you're saying to give you my undivided attention. Okay. Not not enough. If somebody came to you and said, "Listen, um I'm I'm going to take you to jail now <laughs> and you're going to spend the next 5 years in jail and I'm going to explain to you over the next 2 minutes why this is taking place." I can uh, I can assure you you're going to hang on every word that person has to say to you. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you deem it important enough for you to, to do that. Right. You're not going to take your phone out and start scrolling through Instagram as this person's talking to you. You right. need to know why you're going to jail for the next five years and if there's anything you can do to stop it. Right. But right. if someone's talking to you, if a friend or a loved one is talking to you and you just start picking up your phone, you, you don't care. That, that is implicitly what you're stating. I don't care enough about what it is you're saying or the relationship that you're trying to foster at this moment to set my phone down or put it away or turn it off to sit here and, and talk to you. I, I, I don't I don't care that much. So. So it's lacking in that depth and with a lot of younger people that, again, are growing up in this age where they there wasn't a time where you just ran outside and you were just knocking on people's doors and you didn't have technology. You were just running around swinging on trees and running in, and running into rocks and shit like that. Like that's, they don't know anything different. So they don't know that there is a lacking if they're not in a household where their parents are promoting that. Right. So did you used to have family dinners? I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this. Um, sometimes not, not all the time, every once in a while, but for the most part we would, you know, my, my parents would make dinner. Uh, me and my siblings, we, we, we'd eat in the kitchen. Um, my mom would sometimes eat there, eat in there with us. But my for the most part, my dad always, like, went down into the man cave, turned on his, his big-ass TV, and ate his food downstairs. Mm. Did you guys, were there, were there times you remember for family discussions? Like, what, what would that setting even look like in your household when you were a child? If that was even a thing. Um, I don't know. Probably my parents maybe call us into the room. We would. Well, when when you say family discussions, what exactly are like like? Yeah, is I don't it, is mean. It like that, a, not, I don't mean. How was your day to get... today? Or like, what are we talking about? Any time where the whole family was sitting in a room together and had a discussion, not on you about to get your ass whooped because you did something wrong, uh-huh. just a civil discussion about anything in life that you all cared about. <laughs> I don't think that it happened often enough that I could really sit here and say, oh, th- this was that one time when this happened. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, that's interesting. It's it, it's it really does provide a beautiful thing to mm-hmm. have family dinners, to have family discussions, especially when you know that the children are going out and that isn't necessarily the norm when they go out amongst their friends. Because a lot of young people they just pick up their phone and they start scrolling through stuff and they're amongst their friends and no one's really speaking. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'll tell people like, you know what? I don't really want to be a part of this. Like, no, like we're not even here. Like we might, like we can, I can just go home and you can just text me. Like, we don't need to, I don't need to be out here with you guys. And we're just, and you think, I don't like the guise of being together. I don't like this very, this very, this tenuous veneer of spending time together, even though we're all in our separate worlds in our phone. And I, I just I don't really care to do that again. You can just you can call me when you want to talk or you can text me. But I, I don't I don't want to just go out and then we're just there. So a lot of times that is the norm. That is the new norm. We're out and we're we're just we're out at dinner or we're doing whatever. But we're just on our phones. And the things that we would probably talk about is whatever's going on on the phone. Let me show you this. Do you see this video yet? Yo, you see this gift? Yo, you see this on Twitter? Yo, you see this? You see, like that is the conversation. Let me and ask you this. Go for it. Um, the way you feel about all of this in, mm-hmm. in totality, do you think it differentiates between the people that you're actually with? Because I'm certain that I've been around you face to face, you talking to me, and I've picked my phone up at some point to read yeah. something or something like that. Did you immediately think, oh, he's a bitch ass nigga? Or all right, see, is, so it, is I, it because <laughs> it's, or is it different? Because it's me. Absolutely not. No, I think okay. about that. It okay. doesn't matter who it doesn't matter who it is. Okay. okay. I'll, yeah, I'll just sometimes I'll just look at the person. <laughs> like you don't ever notice because you're in your phone, but sometimes I'll just look at you. I'll just be like I'll just be like, what like what what do you what do you, there was a time when I went out on I wouldn't necessarily say a date, but it was a it was a while ago. And you know what's actually funny? I'll just I'll just say it so a couple people listening to this can get a laugh. It was with Sequoia. So mm, yes. we're we're sitting out at Panera Bread and this was years ago. And we, we came together, we got our food, we sat outside, and we started talking. And then in the middle of the conversation, she just like pulled her phone out and started looking at something. And I just I was just looking. I was just looking at her. And she looked up at me and said, Oh, you can take your phone out too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, I'm okay. Like, I, I actually came here to to hang out with you and talk to you. So I'll just, I'll just wait till you're done. Just <laughs> go ahead and enjoy. Let me know, you know, whatever's, whatever's interesting, whatever is so much more compelling on there than it's what's happening in front of you. Like, that's that's fine. I'll just wait. And then she was just like, oh, all right. And then she just like put her phone away, and then we, and then we continued on. But you, but honestly, the, like that, that, that is saying something. You just have to think about what it is you're saying to that other person. So again, something that's going on in the youth is a lack of empathy building, because it takes having to look into someone's eyes and read their body language and see the reaction that they give you in order to truly build empathy. And it takes the same. It takes someone having to give you the time, right? To right. read what's going on with you so that you know, oh, shit, like they're giving me the time because they truly want to know how I feel about this thing. OK. And then that helps you see from a different perspective and helps you build empathy in the same way. So you're having conversations 
interpersonally with friends and family. And then later on, intrapersonally, you're able to have better conversations with yourself and sort through ideas better because articulating ideas verbally help us do that. So when that's not so when that's not happening, you wonder why you have so many people that just don't know how to say the things that they want to say. Okay. Because they're just having these extremely surface conversations about whatever it is that's going on, but they're not getting into their feelings. It's not really an intimate or profoundly intimate conversation or relationship that they're building with people. A lot of these quote unquote friends, because I've seen it happen all the time. Like, oh yeah, this is my best friend, my best friend. And the, the, the function that a lot of friends or best friends are, are holding these days are you're you've just been there like you're just there yeah. other people could have been but they're not you're but you just happen to be there and i sort of treat you like you're an app like i i come to you when i want you to to facilitate whatever it is i'm coming to you for well it's like the it's like when we were talking about relationships a couple of pods ago you were saying like you know people get so used to you being there that they stop trying. Is it kind right, of right? Right. So it's like, yeah, I mean, we, yeah. Like I been, don't, yeah. Like I don't have to invest emotions in real deep conversation into this. Like you're there. I know you're going to be there, or at least I think you're going to be there because you were there yesterday and the day before and the day before that. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to come to you when I, when I feel lonely or when I've been sitting around and if you just see people, they get really, really antsy when they have nothing else to do, when they feel like they have nothing else to do, but but then the the thought of being alone and just thoughts about life start to rise. So then they just pick up their phone real quick and start scrolling through stuff. Like people just don't just like sit around anymore. Like I said, when I when we were laughing about me just liking to sit and think <laughs> and meditate on things, it's like yeah, no, like, no, we don't do that. Anytime that moment starts to come, that that lull starts to come, like I'll just just pick up the phone. And I noticed that a lot of people do that in conversation. Where if it gets to a point where it gets it gets awkward, quote unquote, to them because they feel like silence is an awkward thing, then they'll just pick up the phone and, you know, take a photo or they'll just start looking at something or try to text someone that isn't there, whatever the case may be. But it, it's it's just used for a whole lot of that. Like I just I'm using it for the boring bits of life. Yeah. The low the lulls of life. Yeah. It's just I don't know, man. I just. I just feel like we're just we're just getting slowly is just slowly, slowly deepening ourselves into this. And it's just to the point where for a lot of people, they don't even know that this is a thing. Like I'm I might people that are listening to this might just be like, oh, shit, I didn't even really didn't really even think about that, that I'm just having conversation with people or that maybe there's a bunch of conversations that should be being had, but aren't being had. Again, going back to the household. Parents will tell their kids you can't have your phone out. Like you're addicted to your phone, put your phone away, blah, blah, blah. But then the parents will be on their phones. Mm-hmm. And then, they're, so then now they're not even getting the filial relationship that they should be having. They're not building upon anything real or substantial because now they're on their phone and they, they, you know, they justify it by saying, Oh, I'm checking my emails or this is for work. You don't understand whatever. And then they just get caught in the hole too. And now they're on their phones. And it's just, it's just a weird, it's a really weird thing because I look out at the world that I live in and I just see the diminishing of conversational skills. And it's just very, very alarming to me. People not being able to 
if you if you grow up in a world in which everything is through technology, that there's one reason why you can just say whatever the fuck you want to and bash people online because you don't have to see the response that comes with that. Yeah. You don't you just start looking at people as numbers or bots. Like you don't really you don't get to see someone buckle down and cry when you call them a name. Because that because that takes a toll on anyone that isn't a sociopath. Right. That does not make you feel good. So for you to be able to just go and do all this stuff, that's just people that have just been indoctrinated by the technology and they just sit in their house all day and they've never really had to have a bunch of intimate conversations with people at, at high stakes with, with emotions at very, very high levels. And that's just kind of what that is. Like people don't want to have those sorts of conversations. People don't want to break up with people, you know, in person. Yeah. And much rather do it or they would just ghost. Because like I don't want to do that in person. I don't want to have to look at someone and and do any of this. I don't want a lot of times people don't want to have conversations and look someone in the eye and tell them something nice about themselves. They much rather do that over text message. There's a lot of things people would just like to do over text. I know people that hate phone calls these days. People think People think that people are psychopaths for wanting to have a phone call. Just like <laughs> face, like FaceTime phone call. Like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not listening to your voice. I'm not. I'm not about to look at you while I talk to you. I love FaceTime. <laughs> that doesn't give me enough time to get my thoughts together and say the right things. Ah, I, got I have to. I have to say things in real time to your face. <laughs> In real time, I have to think of real things to say and actually work through thoughts with you verbally in real time. Like, no, I'll just take some time. I'll compose the perfect message and I'll send that instead. And if and if I want to drop out of the conversation, then I, I'll just won't text back or I'll just take longer to text you. But now I'm not stuck in this awkward moment where I don't know how to end a conversation I'm, I'm, I'm just, and we're just looking at each other, just being like, yeah, so uh, like people, it's just this anxiety around conversation is just so interesting to me because I see I see it all the time. There was a dude, my, there was a dude at my job that said uh, Thanksgiving, him and his mom got into it because he was in a bad mood saying that he didn't he didn't really appreciate Thanksgiving. Saying that he felt like it was really fake to just be acting like everything was all good and we're thankful for a bunch of stuff, even though that's not really the state of the family. And and then I guess she got a little upset about that. He texted on his phone. He went he went on Twitter and put Thanksgiving is overrated. And she follows him on Twitter <laughs> and she saw that. And then I guess she just like stopped cooking meal, whatever, went upstairs to a room. And he was like, yo, he texted her from downstairs. Like, yo, what's your problem? Why'd you leave Thanksgiving? And then she sent him a screenshot of his tweet. And then he texted her back and was like, why you like Thanksgiving doesn't have anything to do with you specifically. I'm talking about something bigger than just us. I don't know why you're going to my Twitter and taking this and interpreting it that way and then not having a conversation with me. So now we're texting each other from up and downstairs right now. And like that's how the entire conversation unfolded. Like everything was just through through this text message, which which to me, again, just doesn't give it doesn't give room for build for being uh, emphatic and being empathic as well. Like it just, it just doesn't give room for that. I don't get to see you in real time, shed tears or look a certain way. I don't get to hear the tone in your voice 
I don't know what your body language looks like. I'm just reading just this. I don't get any raw data. I'm over here trying to fill in all the blocks. You know what I mean? And I know that people think that text messages just so all these other things are just so efficient. But it's we just I would just implore people to think about the ways in which we're doing a disservice to ourselves communicationally, even though this does open certain doors communicationally. It doesn't have to be all or none is what I'm saying. Right. And I just I just feel like people just only look at for a, a lot of times they just see it as like, oh, I can communicate with all these different people now in all these different ways. Like, it's amazing. It's so great. But it's but it's also again, it's it's taking away a power as well because we'd be just becoming so reliant on it. People don't know how to have conversations. Yeah, I, I, I generally hate like when I'm texting and you're trying to say something that, you know, is maybe a slightly deep um, right. and things can be taken out of context. Certain right. conversations I don't like to have. I don't like to text. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely yeah. depends on the conversation. Yeah. No, and and that is that's a smart thing to do. Yeah, because like I need to, you to be able to discern between which conversations are text worthy and which ones are not. Like I need you to hear my voice when I'm saying these things, so that you know exactly how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or I need to, I need I, I need to FaceTime so you can see my face and understand mm-hmm. my body language so that nothing is taken out of context. You know? Yeah. yeah. I I can I completely understand this. This is um, it's really really interesting day and age. I feel like communicationally, it's very very interesting. But um, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hammer this down to the point where people are just like, oh well, fuck. Let me just okay. <laughs> Well, I, well, fuck you too, then, Earl. Like, I, you know what I mean? I'm always having conversation with people while I'm scrolling through my phone, not really giving them my, you know, undivided attention, and it seems to work out pretty well for me. And it's just like, I mean, probably just because you don't know any better, but you didn't know just how good things could be if you decided to just set it to the side and just be there with that person. Yeah, but um. So I'm just always I'm just always thinking about different ways to to better conversational skills. So that's kind of where my mind was at on that one. But um, tell, us, tell me about uh, tell me about the uh, the givings. What's your fam? Um, Thanksgiving was cool. I mean, uh, Thanksgiving was cool. Every everybody was. I mean, I brought over. What did I bring? I brought Jenga Jenga Tetris Tetris Jenga. Uh, play play a little bit of I'm that. Sorry, is that little, is that is that the combination of both games? Yeah, so it's like Jenga, but so you're building, you build your tower, except all these these pieces aren't just these logs, these oh, straight logs. Oh. Yeah, they're you. like different they're different shapes. Got you. So when you're now once you get the the tower built, when you're pulling the pieces, you have to be aware of just what weight that is taking yeah. away from the tower cuz it's curving around and doing other things and just being this this uh straight log yeah so yeah so it's a bit more dynamic of a game you got to really be you know minding your p's and q's when you're pulling right. pieces right yeah because it's like this this might be an l shape and it might be curving around the corner and you got to go look around on the other side of the tower and know exactly what sort of weight you're removing okay that's dope i've um, never i not, didn't even know that was a thing neither did i i just found it at, i found it at uh at mckay's bookstore and i was like hey ah <laughs> shout out to mckay's yeah, yeah, for sure. Shout out to McKay's. They are they are awesome. 
Um, that's also where I got the Reclaiming Conversation book. Yeah, McKay's, I go to McKay's for most of my... I very rarely go to Barnes & Noble's to get books. Just because all their books are $89. But And then you go, <laughs> you go to McKay's and they're selling it for like 42 cents. So I usually I usually do that. But um, yeah, it was cool. Play Monopoly. Got got into Monopoly. Got in, got into their asses real quick. Are, are you, you know? sh- are you sure you were playing it the right way? Here's the thing. <laughs> if you go read the Monopoly rules, they are deep. First of all, people don't usually play any game. <laughs> By all, any intricate game, by all of the real rules, certain, certain there's certain ones where they're gonna be they're gonna be house rules. Like, listen, I'll give you one of our. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, man, I've only played Monopoly with a handful of people, so I don't know how everyone plays it. But I, but this is what I will say. When it comes to the side deals, hey, hey listen, you know. If you give me part place, I can, you know what I mean? I might give you a couple of these railroads. Now you own all the railroads. So now you get $200 anytime anyone lands on any railroad. But now I got part place. So now I got boardwalk and park place. I own that block. Anybody that lands on it, that's 1500 whatever it is. So you're, you're trying to figure out these side deals with people. I don't know if this is a part of the game really, but we had wild side deals going on. It'd be like... Okay, I landed on this person's property. I don't have the money nor the property to sell to give to to pay them. But if you pay my debt to them, anytime you land on my property, I'll give you a 75% discount on the amount you got to pay. It'd be like our deals were getting deep. <laughs> so when you land on someone's property, is that just considered trespassing? Is that why you have to pay? Well, it's you're you're so if you go to a property, you're paying rent. Oh. You're paying rent to stay there until your next roll. That's pretty oh. much what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're gotcha. staying there. So yeah, that's that's what it is. So you get a property and then you start, you know, you get some money, you start putting houses down on that property, and the more houses you put down then the rent goes up. Okay. Yeah. So then, you know, they start, you know, at first it might be like $8 they got to owe you if they get there. But then once you start putting some houses down, now it's like $360. Now it's like $1,000. Like, oh, that's when, that's when it starts getting crazy. And then that's when somebody starts getting a monopoly. You start getting more and more money. And it, it teaches you that the more and more money you accrue, the easier it is to make more money and buy more things in life. Okay. I was actually... Uh, speaking to a chick at work that talked about them playing this in her sociology class, except instead of everyone starting with $1,500, certain people would start out with $1,500. Some people would start out with 200 Some people, like, they would just do because that is life. Sometimes you come into life and we're all on a board and you expect everybody to be able to do the same thing, but we do, we're not all starting off with the same. Right. So now it's like, okay, you oh, just nah, nah. About, pull up your bootstraps. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you, because you have to understand, and it's hilarious because my little sister asked me before because she would, this was her very first time playing. So she asked, her Is first time a, playing Monopoly? Yeah. Damn. She's growing up on this fucking phone, Keon. That's what I'm trying to tell wow. you. Certain people are just growing up on this phone. I bet you, if you ask her about Angry Birds or motherfucking. <laughs> 
whatever these what is it, the the bubblegum game i don't know i'm just saying things now but any <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm like what is it called like bubble blast what am i, I thinking of right I, now i know what you're talking about i don't know the name though. yeah that you know what i mean fruit yeah. ninja any of these other things she's played these games you know what i mean she got fucking youtube channel 7000 views on cleaning the room but all this other stuff she knows she can she can tell you to a t tiktok whatever it is Monopoly? What the fuck are y'all talking about? I remember when I explained to her what a VHS was. Not that she necessarily needed to know, but still. Either way, now I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself. But the thing is, first time playing Monopoly, she asked me, well, is this a game of, of talent and skill and strategy, or is this a game of luck? And I said, I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked that question, Alexis. It's both. It's all of it. Yes, yes, guys, yes, we can try to pull bootstraps up. Yes, we can try to get around and try to be strategic and learn and and take advantage of what is there for us. But at the same time, a lot of things in life are a roll of the die. (laughs) They truly are. Mm -hmm. And not only are they a roll of the die, but just getting here in life and being put here with the things that we have, that is also a variable in the game. So there is luck involved in it. There's also strategy. You have to be smart, especially especially if you're starting off with less. Yes, that so that is the case. So it was just a very it's a very, very interesting game. Enjoyed it a lot. Um I, I think for the most part we were playing by by the rules. Okay. It, it made sense. For the most part, we did we did play by the rules. I will say we, we were messing up with jail. Jail we didn't do too well on. We didn't we didn't read the, the jail part and you would just go to jail and then people would just roll the dice and just walk out the front doors at the jail the next move. And that's not <laughs> the way that's not the way jail's supposed to work in that game. You're supposed to be rolling doubles or paying fines to get out. We would just it would just come to that person's turn the next time and they just roll the dice and walk out the front door. So that that we were not doing right. Anybody who plays Monopoly right is gonna hate me for saying that. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that that we didn't do correctly. But aside from that, I, I didn't even talk about anything that people w- usually want to talk about when it comes to Thanksgiving, which would be the food. Turkey, um, definitely the least exciting meal. It's, it's the least exciting component to Thanksgiving. That's how I feel. I don't know. Hot take. I don't know. I, Whatever. I will tell you, I had the best turkey. One of the best turkeys I've ever had this year. But <laughs> was it the best part of the meal? Oh, okay. Okay. No. Right. It, no, it never is. No. No. no yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, it's the least okay. interesting part of the actual meal. All the sides are the best. What's, the best yeah, part. what's what's your favorite? Uh, the, you know, they brought like a vegan mac and cheese. Sorry, Ryan. But I decided to go with the heart attack mac and cheese <laughs> <laughs> that they bring every year, which has like seven different types of cheeses and oh, yeah. grease, grease pouring out of it. Oh, yeah suffusing out of your pores when you eat it yeah, it's gotta great. gotta have that layer of cheese over top of the over top oh, of the noodles oh, oh, it's like oh. slicing a cake i like i like just feeling it just course through my veins the cheese i like it Slip, <laughs> i like just slither down your throat yeah <laughs> what <laughs> whoa but uh yeah no it was cool i mean the food food was good you know pump, pumpkin pie sweet potato pie what, what are you which one are you uh definitely sweet potato sweet potato yeah yeah pumpkin pie sweet potato yeah i don't really i'm eating all of it it's whipped cream you know warm it up you like a warm or cold don't be a weirdo don't be a weirdo please don't be a weirdo 
Are you asking me if I like Do you like the pie cold, cold or warm? <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer the pie cold or warm? There's an answer to this. Um, warm. Okay. Warm. All right, cool. I could, anyway. eat it, I could eat it either way. But if I had a preference, I'll warm it. That's, whoa. Anyway. All right. But anyway, so that's 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 cool. No, that's where I'm at, too. Uh, mac and cheese, cranberry sauce, cool. Green beans, seasoned what green up? beans. What up? Cranberry oh, sauce you're gonna ask in which... the jar or fresh? Freshly made. You mean the, the can? Yes, canned. Does your cranberries have cranberries in it? Like, is that what you're talking about? Like, you have, well, like, the actual... one... I haven't actually had any cranberry sauce in several years, but when I did used to have it, it was out of the can. Yeah, but the ocean spray, baby. And it was good. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, it really doesn't matter to me. But yeah, it is good out the can, to be honest with you. I'll, I'll have it. Uh, I'll have it freshly made. I don't like it. I think I've had some where they start putting a little, they get a little too fancy. They're little, little twigs and stuff in there. And then. I I don't I don't like when it's just a little too like. <laughs> is this is this the equivalent of like of like white people putting raisins in the potato salad? <laughs> raisins in the potato salad? Not in, yeah. Don't do that to the potato salad. You can do that in other things. Nah, I you can't you can't tell you can't tell a you can't tell a white person shit about adding some extra shit to something that's already great. Yeah, you no. Can. I tell you what. I, I I tell you what. I put. I uh. I did have a plate from from another house that was ham. Uh, a very thickly cut ham with pineapple, and I know people already like. That's it's not, not weird. It's like it's not new because you got ham and pineapple pizza. But a lot of people think that people that eat ham and pineapple people pizza are psychopaths. They are right. So right, okay. So that's how you feel about it being on a pizza. Yes. But if you have a thickly sliced ham and there's like some some pineapple to go along with it, that sweet and savory combination is really unlike anything else. Yeah, I know. I just don't want it on pizza with red sauce and cheese and bread. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it was it was a a beautiful time with the family. I love time with the family. Um, We don't really have too much of an issue of people just being away on their phone. Like conversation gets pretty funny. Uh-huh. I'll have to send you a video of my grandma and my dad arguing. It was hilarious over some stupid stuff, but it, you know, conversation gets pretty in depth. It gets pretty all over the place. So it gets pretty intriguing mm-hmm. having, having a, a hooks family conversation. So, you know, I, I, I enjoy your time with my family, it, which, which is a blessing in itself because I know that there's so many people that look at the holidays like, Oh my God, like, I gotta go and see these people and deal with all this stress and this drama. Like, oh my god! So I, I am in a blessed position to know that I can go back and enjoy the time with my family. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. It's been yeah, it's been a good time with the family because they usually stay for a few days and you know we sat and watched the the Mike Tyson and <laughs> my Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight, which was great. I mean. Okay, it wasn't great technically speaking, <laughs> but you know the the fights adding up to it like Nate was his name Nate Robinson Nate Robinson getting knocked out by by Paul Logan Paul Paul Logan whatever his name is Jake Ryan Paul Logan that guy <laughs> yeah that's that was that was great it was the worst fight I've ever seen it was the worst display of boxing I've ever seen in my entire life by hold on the 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 Nate right, and- it, 
Yeah, well, Nate was terrible. Nate was terrible, but it was just the fact that they would just both run into each other. If you saw any clips of it, it they would just keep rushing each other and then clinching. Like, they would just keep running into each other and hugging each other and maybe throw a punch or two. And the entire point, I think there were 18 punches. I'm pretty certain I remember that. There was, damn. There were eight, there were 10 punches, I think, by by Nate, I want to say, and then eight by Paul. Um, that's his name, right? Logan Paul, Logan, Logan, Paul. Logan Paul. I don't yeah, know. One of, yeah, one yeah. Of those, anyway, and there was like eight by him, but there were only like eight punches. Yeah, it, it was. They just kept clashing. They just kept running into each other and and holding each other up because when you don't know how to box, you don't know how to just use your footwork and stay away and throw jabs and work around people. Like you're just just keep running into each other because you don't want to you don't want to get punched in the face, and 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 you see why. They got um, punched in the face, and he. <laughs> You got knocked down like three times. Did you guys pay for this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I get. Yeah, I don't know. I, is, I get, hey, listen, it ain't, hey, listen, your... it ain't it ain't tricking when you got it. What you oh. what you want to what you what you what you want here, man? You don't like, even you know, know where I was. You don't even know if I was going there with. I don't. Yeah. I'm gonna just be. I'm gonna beat you there if you, if you were. <laughs> I don't know. Um, does anyone in like in your family's household like like boxing though, or? Like why this, was this? You order? know what? I, you know what? I, so I, I'm glad you said that because I walked in the house and my mom said, "Earl, I didn't know you like boxing." One, she didn't think I was going to be able to, you know, be there. She didn't think I'd have the desire to be there. And I said, uh. "You know what? <laughs> I like, I like watching good people do good things." <laughs> okay. I like, I like when people are good at things, and I like watching them do those things. <laughs> and. There were a couple of people that were actually good at what they're doing. Like there were a couple matches where the people actually knew what they were doing, and and you know clearly you had Mike Mike Tyson doing. So that was just interesting in itself. It wasn't necessarily the most exciting because it was the exhibition match, and you saw that they weren't head hunt head hunting. Right. You saw that they weren't trying to knock each other out. Every now and again, Mike would throw something well, that looked I'm like pretty, it had some, I'm pretty it had sure some that strength. was like in the in that the was, rules. Yeah, like that was they the thing. weren't it was the allowed to yeah, knock. Like they weren't supposed to be trying to kill each other. Right. Um, which, you know, which makes sense. So, you know, it, it was it was cool. It wasn't the most exciting thing to watch. And I also realized that I wasn't nearly as excited to watch boxing anymore because I've been completely um, spoiled, you might say, by UFC. Ah. It's just not nearly as exciting yeah. as flying elbows and knees and people being choked out and people being put in arm bars and you're seeing arms being ripped out of people's sockets and Knees in the sternums, people just shaking on the floor, convulsing. Like, it's not near blood splatting everywhere, people splashing around in the blood. Like, it's not nearly as exciting just watching these people punch each other around like sock and boppers. It's not nearly, it's not nearly as cool, but... Sock and boppers, sock and yeah. boppers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know where I'm at with it. Something, yeah, it's something, not, it's something. Not... A pillow fight. <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly you're right. A pillow fight. That's exactly what it looks like next to UFC. Right. If if you're not if you're not watching like great people do it at a at a great level. Yeah, you gotta watch. A, uh, I'm not big on boxing, so don't I don't make this next state this state this next statement. You know, it doesn't make me sound smart with boxing or anything. But you gotta watch a Deontay Wilder fight. No, I've uh, seen. <laughs> oh, you, you see not, but. Okay, but why do you say that? That I need to watch. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like he's like just, he just be real into it. He just be real aggressive. Like oh, he, that's, 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 yeah. that's exactly what it is. It's because he's a fucking he's a monkey. He's a big he's a big Whoa. ape. Oh, <laughs> Lord! 
the the self hate comes oh, out. Listen, you know, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> Let what, them fly. The, the point, the point, okay, see, hold on. Give me a second. Give me a second. <laughs> if you know anything about large apes, it's that they look like they Deontay are, Water. They, it's that they are extremely strong. There is no give to their muscles. If you see their bodies, you just look one up right now. Just chimpanzees, like they will. They can rip, li- they can literally rip each other apart. And it happens in fights. They are just strong, indestructible creatures. It's absolutely insane just how strong they are. And when I say that in regards to him, he's not a technical fighter. Right. He's not that great technically to watch. Not like <laughs> Floyd Mayweather in that. Yeah. But he's stupidly strong and just large yeah. and massive. It's like watching old fights of, uh, what's that, that that um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He's just a huge creature. He's not necessarily that great as a UFC fighter. He's a great wrestler, where he came from. And Deontay Wilder is just a huge human being that you don't want to get hit by. But technically, it's like, yeah, he's he's cool. But yeah, he knocks people out for sure. I feel like every swing he throws, every punch or like swing (laughs) or uppercut is like designed to kill you. It's just everyone is a haymaker. I think I, I think I heard him say before. I I'm trying to kill so and so. Like I'm trying to hurt. Yeah, because I, I we talked about this before. When you get into a ring or octagon with someone, that is who you have to be. Yeah, because you have to no, understand no that that's what there. they're trying to do to you. Ain't no bitch in there. You have to be ready to die and to kill. Yeah, that's that is a profession. Like no other, there, there are not really too many professions where you go into it knowing that the person across from you is is truly, truly trying to hurt you. <laughs> like really, like if they can get you the best possible, this is this is the thing. Their best possible scenario is you being knocked unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> That is the best possible scenario for them in right. any given fight. Like that's the best thing that can happen for them is right. you laid out on the ground, not just completely knocked out, unconscious. Right. So with that in mind, you have to become a different type of human being. Like you have to become an animal. So yeah, that, I mean that is, and those are things that you just I wasn't seeing in these boxing matches that just took place. Uh-huh. But I will say this: I am interested to see where it takes us in boxing. I am interested to see. Do you remember that show, Celebrity Death Deathmatch? Of course. Many, many, of course. <laughs> with all those little claymations, yes. and they would just put a bunch of celebrities in there, and they just have them fight. Those were the best things ever. I heard they were I, supposed to be bringing that joint back. Yeah, I heard that, but I also heard it like mad long ago. Yeah, yeah. So it would be interesting to see if they could just start getting certain celebrities to box. Uh, yeah, I would. I would love to I see, see what that. you're saying there. Yeah, like where is this gonna go? We just had an you know an ex NBA player and a YouTuber fight. We just had two legends in boxing fight. I, I would just love to see some other people get in the ring. And and why would that not be the case? If there could be a huge payout, yeah. Like why why not? The yeah. only reason would be if you just don't you know. You, like again, I think we've talked about this before. Like, if you're a rapper, or you're you're something, and your profession is notorious for being the alpha dog. Uh-huh. 
you know, then if you go get knocked out, then you, you might lose a lot of clout. Like you might, <laughs> you might, you might lose a lot of stock. So that might not be the, the best thing for you. But for everyone else, get out there. Like who are some people that we love to see fight? Like let's see, who who would I love to see fight? Who would I love to see fight? What are a couple people? Like, Young Jeezy and Gucci Mane could have did that. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I wasn't gonna say it. They could have. They could have just went in there and decided to have a boxing match. No guns, no posse's, none right. of that. You know. And then after that, can be no diss tracks involved. Like just well, going in, take we, it like a man. Are we considering weight classes though? Uh, yeah, yeah. That should that should definitely be considered. Yeah. Okay, but I feel like they're they're about the, what? Could they not be put in the same weight class? Somebody? I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know how much either one of them weighs, but I know Gucci has a significant height advantage and probably a his. I'm sure his arms are probably longer as yeah, well. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, his reach is probably yeah. Yeah, but again, but who who's a couple people you like? We'd love to see. Let's let's make some celebrity death match matches right now. Um, some matchups. <laughs> Uh, 50 Cent and Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. See, we can't, we can't get crazy with it. Um, we, we can't, we can't get crazy with it. Like, we can't, you can't just throw 50 Cent in there with it with just any old body. All right. <laughs> um, I would like to see some people like, um, throw like a, like a Justin Bieber and a Harry Styles in it. Ah, <laughs> I see yeah, what man, yeah, just throw throw a couple throw a couple uh pop stars in there, see how they do. Right, right. Um uh, throw a throw a we gotta like what, what are some chicks? Who are some chicks I wanna see fight? Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Oh my, see what I'm talking about? Yep. <laughs> that's what see, that's what I'm talking about. Throw them in a ring? Oh my gosh. What? Just give them, give them like six months. Give them six months to to get ready. Right. You know, you can do the same thing that they just did. Two minute. Now, you know, it takes it takes a lot away from you. We're talking about when I mean breathing. You got to learn how to breathe when you throw punches. You got to learn how to sustain energy. Mm-hmm. So six months, learn how to do all that. Get in shape. You know, take some just some boxing lessons or whatever. One oh one. You learn how to throw decent jabs and hooks and stuff like that. Whatever the case may be. It's some rudimentary footwork get out there have eh, two minute rounds is that too much like three two minute rounds four nah, two minute that's not rounds, bad. something that's not bad yeah that's not bad like four two minute rounds <laughs> throw them out there oh my god what no everybody wants to see that that'd right. be that'd be amazing yeah yeah that's that's something that they should get on and i think and I think in time they probably will try to set some stuff like this up because these are huge paydays yeah yeah. You get you get sponsors. Um I don't know if you saw but they they had this was unlike any other boxing you know bout that we've seen before. They had Snoop performing. Snoop was one of the commentators, yeah, which is heard, which is heard great about too. It. We also have to start putting in different sorts of commentators cuz it makes it hilarious. Yeah, it does. When they're just not like regularly trained people to do it. Right. Uh, he's sitting over there like, yo, get, get, come on, man, Roy, get out of there. Get out of there, Roy. Duck him, nephew, duck him. Where you at, yeah, so It's hilarious. And then you had French Montana, YG perform. Was Khalifa. Was, I don't, wait a minute. I, I don't know. That's what I read. Hmm, I, maybe I I'm tripping. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe I took a bathroom break on that one. I don't remember seeing whiskey before. <laughs> but any, but either way, still. So now, what I'm saying is, you have the fighters coming in, whatever, whomever wants to sponsor them, right? right. Then you have the the artists, so they're getting money, they're bringing fans in. There's just so many different. There's so many different streams of revenue. Is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. They come into this, so it's 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 easily something that can happen. Yeah, it's easily something that can happen. What's funny is I brought this up to Duty, and he said, "Well, yeah, but isn't that going to sort of start staking, taking away from mainstream boxing? Like people are more so going to want to watch this celebrity part of it. This you know, celebrified, glorified." Uh-huh. I see. I see what he's saying but because I, we live in this microwave age of uh, just instant gratification. Like I just, yeah. I'd much rather take this this lesser talented version, like we do a lot of other things. I can, I can, I absolutely see what he means by that. Um, mm. But people have been saying for a while that boxing has kind of been on the downfall. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see. Like I said, I see why. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't have to watch the top. UFC fighters to be entertained by UFC fighting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You kind of have to watch really, really good boxers to truly be entertained. Yeah. If, if you watch it, UFC, it don't take much to be entertained. Yeah. If it's not Floyd Mayweather or uh, the guy they call Triple G or Canelo or, you know, Manny Pacquiao, I mean, are you mm-hmm. really, you know, or Wilder or Tyson Fury, are you really bringing in the Bucks? You know, that's that's what it is now at the <laughs> now at the end of uh, Logan Paul's fight, this man said that he's trying to he's trying to do this for real and that he wants to fight. Uh, what's the dude? What's the Irish dude's name? Oh, my gosh. Um, U- UFC. McGregor. I know. Yeah. Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. He wants to fight him. All right. Now, Logan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I was like, see, this is just where people get delusional, man. And and this is this bears <clears throat> identical semblance to what I was saying with the the learning curve for novices in any given realm of life. Where you start to learn a little bit about something and your confidence skyrockets, and then now your your perceived accuracy in that realm is so far over the actual accuracy, your actual competence in that field. It's absolutely, it's, it's insane. It just, the, the graphs, it just looks delusional. Like that's yeah. what the graphs scream out. You are delusional. Yeah. So for this, this guy, this is his second fight. Now, yeah, they were both dubs. The first one was against another YouTuber. This one against Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson had no business being in there, but because he don't beat up on these two people, now he he's talking about fighting one of the best fighters ever. Like, yeah, he's he's super wild. Like that's absolutely insane. McGregor's I would man. <laughs> that's some, that's the type of thing that just can't happen because now we're just talking about like hurt, like re- really someone being hurt, like truly someone like really really being hurt. And to be honest, it doesn't even have to get there. McGregor could he's so skilled he could literally play around with that guy the entire time. <laughs> he can really do whatever he wants to. It's it, like that's the disparity in their in their levels. It's absolutely insane. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 what I got on that. How how was your Thanksgiving, man? I'm sorry. How was your Thanksgiving? How'd you spend it with the family? 
Um, it was cool, man. I, I went over to my parents' house for a couple of hours, went out to the Monasty. Um, and we were in there, ate some great food. Um, my grandparents were there, you know. Yes, sir. Give it up for the grandparents. We're <laughs> out here kicking. Right. Um, you know, my mom, my dad, my sister, uh, my nephew, uh, who I see now. And every time I see him, uh, he's, he's about to turn uh, two. Every time I see him, he's like, uncle. It's really, it's, super, it's, it's really cute. <laughs> but, um, but, um, yeah, man, it was a good time, you know, great food, um, that I'm certain they still have some left of. Um, and then I came back to the crib and I was, I was with my fiance and I was, you, you know, take with, a plate? Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that I, was goes, that, say, I was about to say in certain cultures, if you go somewhere and you don't eat the food that's offered or you at least or you don't take a plate, that is disrespectful. Well, I, I just I thought it went without asking. Why would someone leave <laughs> like, why a Thanksgiving would you leave function a plate? and not take a plate with them? I didn't even have to say that. <laughs> um, all, right, all right. Well, in that same vein, if you ask for a plate and they're like, nah, do you find that disrespectful? <laughs> uh, not, necess- not necessarily disrespectful because their house, their rules, but definitely right. weird. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Got you. Um, got you, got you. But um, yeah. Now you know, I came back to the came back to the crib. I was with my fiance and um, you know, this side of my family over here. And of course, I ate another plate. Um, of and it was it was great, man. We didn't uh, we didn't play any uh, board games. But um, so then what do you do? We eat. We talk. Watch football. Um, you know, it's football. Drink. <laughs> Uh, you know, I bought a, I bought some bullet bourbon, bullet rye, um, from the liquor store and, you know, we were just in here sipping, just, you know, having a good time (laughs) watching, (laughs) watching football. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're old. Cause I know that you just sip on it straight out the glass now. I do. Sometimes I use ice. Uh, but a lot of times I just pour a little bit in the glass and just, you know, just sip on it that way. What's the, what's the best. So what are you drinking these days? Like what's your drink of choice these days? Um, my drink of choice, like between all the spectrums of liquor and yeah, wine like, and beer, yeah, or? everything. Like, if someone was like, "Listen, you're gonna be in this place for the next month, and I will afford you one type of drink to have." What do you want? Um, probably like a a bourbon or a whiskey. A bourbon or a whiskey, mm. yeah. Yeah. And if you want to be specific, I'd probably say like if I'm if I'm going uh I'd probably go like like a Maker's Mark or a Jameson. Do you do you like tequila? You like tequila. Yeah, or yeah. You can I like tequila. Do it? The only thing I don't really drink is like vodka and rum. Oh yeah, vodka. Ooh. <laughs> like I said, I think for the most part, a lot of people that they just have something that they don't drink is usually that drink that they started off with. <laughs> Because yeah. then they just, it, as soon as they smell it, it's a montage of disastrous yep. memories that just flash before their eyes. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just terrible. The nostalgia uh, mine, that mine you don't be, want. Yeah, mine would be vodka as well. I can do, like, well, I mean, when I was drinking, Ciroc. Ciroc is delicious. Yeah, there's certain vodkas you can rock with, and Ciroc is definitely one of them. Um, yes. Arist- Aristocrat and Burnett's is not on that list. No. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, so I'm thinking about these drinks and now that I just put tequila out there, you know, we can just very 
quickly go by this video that Mikey sent us last night of whatever had black Twitter he said at oh, odds. Oh God. <laughs> where where was this bar? So uh, we can set this set this up? I don't exactly know where it was at, but it right. was the name of it was like the, the taste kitchen or some shit like that. Okay. Um Yeah, I don't I don't exactly know where it was at. Right. But the whole, but the but the whole but the entire point of it is, um. So basically, what happened is, it was it was so it was a it was like a brunch. I want to say like a brunch or something like that. And you know, I guess it was some girls in there getting lit. Uh, you know, <laughs> getting the twerk on. And uh, I guess either the owner of the of the establishment or the manager or someone that worked there came over there multiple times and told them that this was not that type of spot. And we, you know, we, I don't want y'all doing that in here. Right. And I guess they just kept were they going. Sta- were they standing up on things? They, like, was- yes, they were standing up on, like, the booth. like the, Okay, the, the, all right, so all right, yeah, let's, let's make know, sure we get just, all the information. Yeah, here. yeah, they were standing up that, on. That is a factor. That takes stand, place. Standing yeah. up on the furniture, throwing around cheeks. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I don't, you know, I'm not ladies. I throw the cheeks. I'm cool with it. But um, they in in this establishment, it, it was they didn't want that. They didn't encourage the throwing they, of cheeks. They did not encourage the slapping of ass cheeks. Yes. Um, and not by hands. I mean ass cheeks slapping Just ass cheeks. Clapping, clapping themselves. Yes, clapping themselves. Yes. Um, they didn't want that. And at some point, he just got real. The the whoever this guy was. Just got real pissed off and just had, had them cut the music, and he he got in the middle of the floor and was just like, "Y'all don't need to be doing this, doing that, blah blah blah." Have more respect for yourselves. And honestly, this is the part that kind of pissed me off because he said something along the lines of, "You know how how can these how can the brothers in here respect themselves if if you know y'all doing all this twerking and y'all not respecting yourselves?" And I that's where he lost me. Because the brothers need to have self-control. If your problem is with the ladies twerking, then that's all it needs to be. You, right. the, the brothers respecting themselves and got shit to do with this. Okay, okay, so okay, I, I see what you did. And just to make a consistency here uh, through correlation, because you're saying that the guys also need to have self-respect and control amongst themselves, and it has nothing to do with what's going on over here with this ass clapping. Uh-huh. The women also need to be held accountable for their lack of self-control as well. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, if they've been told already that this is not allowed in that establishment, I mean, you have to adhere to those rules. Right, exactly. I, now, this is what a lot of other folks were saying. You know, they were serving big drinks and Ducey bottles and Hennessy bottles and, and shit. And, and, and the Patron bottles, that's why I brought up the tequila. Yeah. And, it was just like whole Patron bottles filled with margarita, it looked like. Yeah. And... um. You know, they were playing music in which people would use, in which women. Oh, you know, what? I'm gonna say people because the gay guys be twer- they be twerking too, um, like like th- like throw that ass in yeah, a circle. <laughs> yeah, you know, when you playing songs like that, and you're having brunch and people are getting drunk. Right. Honestly, that's what I expect. That I expect people to be <laughs> dancing and twerking and whatnot. Um, but but if if you're if if they say don't no do it, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, but if somebody that works there and says, hey, you know, that's that's not what we're doing in here. You have to adhere to those rules or get the fuck out. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Which is what he said. Like, if you want to go do that, get the fuck out of my yeah, establishment. Yeah, yeah. Which he, is a little wild. Like, he he let it go. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said he committed restaurant suicide by by doing I, that. I don't. I don't really think that it's that far. I don't think. <laughs> that, I don't really. I'm. I, I, no, I don't really think so. Again, depending upon where he is and what the what the target demographic is, possibly. I, again, I don't know exactly what it is, but I, I don't really think so. He was saying things like, "I made this place." So, you know, nice people can come by and I made it for the culture yeah. so we could have a nice place to come. Yeah. And be, you know, he wanted, he's pretty much telling people that this is a place of class. Now, that can be the case. But if that's if you got to you got to distinguish yourself. Yeah. Pretty clear cut. Yeah. What type of place do you really want to be? Because if you want to be this type of place that you seem like you want it to be, or you're talking about then you should probably not be playing throw that ass in a circle. Yeah, there should be no and no serving wop. these types. Yeah, these types of drinks. <laughs> I shouldn't hear wop in here. I, I shouldn't hear body yaddy yaddy yaddy. I shouldn't hear that. <laughs> if you don't want that happening in here, then no, that's not the type of music you should be playing. <laughs> yeah, it's very true because you do. You have to build the ambiance. Like you have exactly. To, you, it, it's your it's your job as the entrepreneur as the entrepreneur to build to facilitate the atmosphere. So you have to understand what it is you're building there. And again, from the other standpoint, if they're coming to you two, three times and you come on, like, relax, sit your ass down. Like this, this man wanted people to be drunk and quiet. And if, right. Yeah, that's. He wanted niggas to be getting drunk and sitting there just being cordial, asking each other, you know, what they're doing after this. And, you know, how was their work week while they're slicing a fucking ribeye? You're like, no. Yeah, yeah. Now, now again, if. Because people can get okay drunk. Okay, so I guess we're using the word drunk, not tipsy, not because right, you're right. You saw you, the you saw yeah, the drinks. No, the drinks are very yeah, large. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> if you're gonna serve those types of drinks, you're right. You have to be ready for people. Yeah, you you want the people to be drunk and quiet. That's hilarious. Yeah, like come on. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I guess we're not. Yeah, we're not doing those two things. Just don't correlate. No, they don't. We're not doing that. <laughs> now, this is something I. I he said that. I built this for the culture. Do you feel like ass shaking is a part of the culture? Yeah, definitely. Because you do have to ask yourself once someone says that, well, what exactly is the culture? What, well, what is everything that falls under the umbrella of the black American culture? Look, black women <laughs> have been twerking for as long <laughs> as I can remember. It's definitely a part of the culture. Twerking... <laughs> Since like, the motherland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even if you watch any of these, like, tribal African women that live in Africa, a lot of the dances are focused around the hips and ass. Yes. Like, so, yeah, it, it is that is part of the culture. Those, though, by the way, I, I really do <clears throat> suggest that everyone go pull up a video of some African women dancing. It's really remarkable. <laughs> it's really, really, really good, honestly. Like that rhythm is just absolutely insane. To be able to just move your body in these ways is insane. Yeah. To just have that sort of control, especially just with your ass, is insane. Right, right. To just be moving one cheek, left cheek, right cheek, left cheek, like it's just insane. It just it's 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 really, really and then just just vibrating and stuff like that is insane. But anyway, the whole point is it's a part of the, it's a part of the culture. It is embedded it in is the culture. It is a part of the culture. So as I do believe there's this fault on each side, there's culpability on each side, as I would say that you need to think about 
how drunk you're getting. And if you know that you're about to act out because you are, you know, deciding that you're going to continue to have all these big ass drinks, you also need to consider, okay, well, I know that if I have one, two more of these, I, I'm going to start acting a fool. So maybe I need to stop now. Maybe we need to get up, get ready to go to the next place where ass shaking is encouraged, whatever the case may be. So there is accountability there that has to be taken as an adult. Yes. That's going out and trying to have a good time with friends in someone else's establishment that right. you didn't buy and build right. from the ground up. It's just it's just courtesy. It is. On, on the other end, guy, you got to know, you got to read the room. His, his, his delivery was atrocious. His delivery. Well, again, his delivery, it seemingly the, the three times before didn't seem to be. Yeah, yeah, you have to because there was that. video of him going over there cordially speaking to certain tables and yeah. saying, "Hey, listen, you know that's not what we're about here. Could you please get off the booth and stop shaking ass on yeah, top of my table? You're right, you're right. You just sit down and enjoy your meal, please. Thank you." And then it wasn't until the joint went viral that we were just like, "Listen, you get the fuck out. <laughs> we're not doing it. Not up in here." Like that. That came later on. Right, right. Um, even though I will still say that as a business owner, you. Probably still shouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even even on time three or four, like I can understand raising your voice, telling them to cut the music off, so everybody can get a clear cut understanding of what it is you're trying to do here. But still, just you know, I don't know the whole get the fuck out. Like that was a bit harsh. Yeah, it it was it was it's a oh, bit. You want people much. to come back and eat here again, and you talking to people like that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Just more from a, a business ethics, sort right? Of, Right. Yeah, stands <laughs> probably not the best idea. So I, I again, I don't know about suicide. We'll have to just, we'll have to see. Time shall tell all. We'll we'll see what this business is up to in a in a month, two, three from now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all. I just I just had to get into that. But uh, you got anything else for the people, man? What was up? Uh, nah, man. I'm ready for them for them uh for the ALWs. Go ahead, man. What are your last words for the people? Um. So I spoke a little bit earlier about first world problems. Really take really take a second to sit back and be thankful for all that you do have and not what you don't. I'm going to leave that with y'all. I like that. And I was being an old person today and no, I wasn't. Fuck that. I was being a new I was being nuanced today and I spoke about the beauties of technology and what it has brought us as well as the detriment that it has brought us, especially in communication or specifically in conversation. Right. And I just would like for, I would implore each and every one of you to just think a little bit more about what it is you may be losing in regards to intimacy with your loved ones and the different ways that you're choosing to have communication with them. Just, just take a little bit more time to think about that, whether it be, the anxiety that may arise when you think of looking at someone's face and having a certain sort of conversation and why you have that anxiety, what put that anxiety there, how to fix it, putting your, I mean, I can tell you, putting yourself in the sort of comfort zone challenge positions that would allow you to do something that would make those, those alerts, those red flags in your mind arise, arise for long enough for you to sit there stewing it. And understand, oh, this actually isn't a real danger. This isn't a real problem. And allowing it to subside, the anxiety subside, and then nothing's ever harder, you know, the second time and the third time and the fourth. And it just gets easier and easier. But you have to start at some point in time. Definitely be thinking about you sitting in front of people 
and having your phones out when you when you're just trying to spend time with someone and just scrolling through stuff when someone's trying to open their heart up to you and have a conversation and trying to foster a good relationship with you. Just think about what it says to them that you don't care enough about what it is they're saying to give them your undivided attention. Think about all these things. That's that's those are my last words for the people. This, this nigga was about to redo the whole take. I know, I know, I know. That's why I had to. I just had to stop. I was like, "Fuck it, man!" Like, I, this is this is too much. I was about to get, open the book, start reading some excerpts. Actually, now I think about it, let's go to page one hundred and thirty-two here, chapter seven. I don't like. I don't like the fact. Yeah, no, we're done. We're done. All right, man. Thanks. All right. Peace.